0: Hello everyone, you are listening to the Lock in Your Success Trading Performance Podcast with Master Trading Performance Coach, John Locke, where it's all about real traders, real problems, and real coaching. In this episode, episode number six, I'd like to continue our talk that we started in episode five about fear and anxiety. If you missed episode number five, I encourage you to go to tradingperformancepodcast.com and check that out. Otherwise, enjoy part two on how to overcome trading fear. So in the last episode we discussed the primary reasons why we might encounter fear and anxiety in trading. We stated that a reason for fear and anxiety might have to do with the fact that the trader is simply risking too much money. And this shows up in two main categories. One, it would be the trader that is risking too much given his education or experience level. And two would be a trader who's risking too much given his net worth. In the case where the trader is trading too large for his education level, fear and anxiety is actually a really, really good thing. This is what fear is for. It's to stop us from doing something foolish. So if we are undereducated, particularly about the risks involved in what we're doing, then we should pay attention to that fear. And we should lower our risk capital to re- or remove our risk capital altogether until we get the education we need to fully understand our risks and until we are fully willing to accept those risks. In the case where the trader is simply trading too large for his or her net worth, well, you know, this can be an interesting topic. How large should a trader trade relative to his or her net worth? And the answer to that is really going to be highly dependent on the trader's situation. By that, I mean a combination of the trader's goals, Uh, what he's freely willing to risk in order to achieve those goals, as well as the type of trading he's doing in general. So for example, uh, a lot of people in my community have a fairly high net worth, and they're in a situation where they'd like to make some money, but ultimately they're most concerned with not losing too much of what they already have. So in this case, I'd say a general guideline for maximum amount in the market might be maybe to limit the trader's total risk in all options trades to, say, less than 20% of his net worth. Of course, the true number for any individual may vary substantially once we get the specifics about what they're trying to do and what they have. But in my opinion, 20% of net worth is a good general guideline for most well-educated traders. On the other hand, you know, when I first started trading, I had a relatively low net worth. And my objective at the time was to become a millionaire. And to be quite frank with you, taking 20% of my meager net worth I had at the time and spending my valuable time, trying to make a relatively small amount on that money wasn't really gonna get me anywhere. My time would have been much better spent mopping floors at McDonald's rather than trading if that was my actual approach to becoming a millionaire. So in my situation, I had very high goals, And I was essentially willing to risk everything I had to make it in trading. So that's essentially what I did. I went in, I risked most of what I had, a vast majority of my net worth in the market in any given month. And when I had a loss, which I did, what I did is I saved up another chunk of money and I did it again. And I did it again and I did it again. Eventually I had doubled my money, and then I quadrupled my money, and so on, until I did reach my goal. So at that point in the beginning, I was willing to risk nearly 100% of my net worth, and in that situation, I do believe it was appropriate. But, you know, as your net worth grows, as my net worth grew, risking 100% of my assets on a trade certainly didn't make sense anymore, so that wouldn't be appropriate for me now. My point being that the appropriate amount a person should be trading with in options trades is gonna vary a lot and it's gonna change as their situation changes. So if you are feeling anxious or you're feeling fearful with your trading, the first thing you need to do is find out if you're simply trading irresponsibly for your situation. I mean, if that's the case, the fear's doing its job, pay attention to that fear, get your size down and start trading a little bit more responsibly or get some education. But what if you're not trading too large? What if you are a well-educated trader, and you're an experienced as a trader, and you're trading a very responsible amount, and yet you still feel anxious or fearful? Well, if you're risking money in a trade, and if you were to lose that money, your life would essentially go on the same way, and you're still feeling overly frightened or anxious, then what you're experiencing is what we call an inappropriate fear. Essentially what's happening is you've attached some sort of meaning to losing a trade, and that meaning is often outside of your conscious awareness, and also that meaning probably isn't true. So the first thing you want to do is find out if the fear is in fact a valid fear, and in order to do that, the first thing we have to do is we have to allow that fear to happen. We don't want to try and push it away, we don't want to try to ignore it, let it happen. And as you are experiencing that fear, what I want you to do is I want you to notice and then write down every thought that comes into your head over the next five minutes. And you have to write them down. You want to get the thoughts out of your head that are creating the fear. And you want to do that so that you can examine those thoughts. So the next thing I want you to do after you write down your fears is to examine the thoughts that you wrote down to see if they actually are indeed true. So, for example, you might feel some fear. You might say, what am I thinking? Some, nothing might come out at first, but you have to continually sit there with yourself. What am I thinking? What am I thinking? What am I thinking? And then when it starts to come out, don't edit it. Let it come out exactly as it is, no matter how foolish it might sound or how drastic it might be. Whether or not you want somebody else to read it, write it down. You can always shred the paper later, Okay. Get those thoughts down on paper because those are the problems that are causing your fear. And then once you get them written down, I want you to take those thoughts one at a time and I want you to determine if they are actually true. So for example, you might write something down like, if I don't win this trade, I'm a failure. If I don't win this trade, I'll never make it as a trader. Or I'll be stuck in this dead-end job for the rest of my life. Or my wife won't love me and she's going to leave me and so on. Then what I want you to do is I want you to examine one thought at a time to see if it's actually true. So we take thought number one. Uh, If I don't win this trade, I am a failure. Is that true? Does not winning a trade literally mean that you're for sure a complete failure? Of course not. If you take me, for example, I lose trades and... I share that with people and i've never been considered a failure and i've never even thought about considering myself as a failure and if that's the case for me why should you consider yourself a failure if you lose a trade i mean i may have failed to win a a trade and it doesn't necessarily even have anything to do with how well i traded a trade a lot of times the results of our trade can be based on good or bad luck we can trade poorly and do well we can trade very well and do poorly. In other words, we can be doing all the right things. It could be a random, unexpected, un- unpredictable event that I lost a trade. But even if I did trade poorly, so what? That still doesn't mean I'm a failure. It simply means I traded this trade poorly. And by taking that perspective, I get the opportunity to do better next time. This is how we learn. This is normal. So that one's not true. If you lose a trade, you are not a failure. It's not true. That statement. Is concerning you is a lie what about this thought of if I don't win this trade I'll never make it as a trader is that true does not winning a trade literally mean for sure that you'll never make it as a trader absolutely not in fact losing trades is 100% necessary in order for you to become a great trader It's part of the process. It's how you know you're making progress. It's how you know you're on the right path. So that statement is a lie too. Does losing a trade mean you'll be stuck in a job? No. And let me tell you, if your wife is going to stop loving you or leave you because you lost a freaking trade, you have other problems to deal with, my friend. And those problems have absolutely nothing to do with trading. So that's a signal for you to go out and deal with those problems. Now... If you go through this thought process, and any of these thoughts are actually true, where a loss in this trade is going to create some catastrophic situation for you, then the fear is doing what it's supposed to do, and you're going to want to look at what you're doing and change your procedures so that if you lose this trade, it's not a big deal, right? It's not a catastrophic situation. But most of the time, stress and fear are the result of stories that we make up. Most of the time, they're caused from lies, from buying into lies. Now, most of the time, once we expose these lies, they no longer have power over us. We can feel a bit of fear. We can write down the thoughts, realize that we're making things up, expose the truth for what it is, and the fear goes away. Other times, however, we may feel fear. We may even go through the process but we might still have trouble coming up with a thought that's actually creating the fear. Or we may have trouble dealing with the thought that that's creating the fear. When that's the case, that's okay. Simply realize that fear is nothing but a vibration in the body. It may be an uncomfortable vibration, but the feeling itself, it can't hurt you. And if you've already done the work to determine that there is no logical reason for the fear... Simply let yourself experience the vibration. Feel the fear and think to yourself, I'm feeling fear, or I'm feeling anxiety, or I'm feeling stress. And that's okay. I wrote down my thoughts. I analyzed them. There is no valid reason for fear. But hey, if the fear wants to happen anyway, fine. It can't hurt me. The only way a fear or a vibration or a feeling in your body can hurt you is if you buy into it. If you buy into the lie, if you buy into the vibration that something worse in the future is going to happen. If you simply let it sit there and acknowledge it and say, oh, that's normal, that's a different story. So simply acknowledge that you're feeling it and let it pass without taking action on it. And the more you do that, the easier it's going to get to do the next time. So that's my advice to you with fear and anxiety. And that's what we have for today. I thank you for listening and I look forward to seeing you on the next Trading Performance Podcast where you get the lessons you need to take your trading to the next level. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to check out my Trading Performance Membership where we take all this material to the next level. We study it and we apply it to bring our trading performance to peak levels. Simply go to tradingperformancepodcast.com. That's one word, trading Performance Podcast dot com to receive information on how you too can become involved and improve your trading. I look forward to seeing you there.